I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and that's Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Welcome to Autism, Building the Puzzle, One Piece at a Time. My name is Alex. I'm your host. And today I'm going to be doing an episode um, with just myself. And we're going to just be pretty much talking about everything from Grayson, therapy. Um, yeah, that's, you know, uh, another topic I want to talk about is um, parties, other people's parties. Um, so let's get into it. So this week in therapy, I have just received word from our therapist that she may be leaving us. Um, She started in end of May, June, beginning of June. Um, And short thing of the story is her kids are in daycare um, and the daycare, it's like this whole thing going on and they can't take her kids anymore. And it's going to be like pretty much like that at every daycare um, just because of funding and the amount of hours that she works and things like that, they won't cover it anymore. Um, which is a shame because Grayson has really taken to her and works very well with her. She is just such a great person. Um, so, you know, I pretty much just told her don't, cause I could tell she was nervous telling me and I was like, don't worry about us. You focus on what you need to focus on and we will be fine at the end of the day. I will figure it out. And I told her, I said, you know, you got us to where we are right now from when our last therapist left. So I thank you for that. Um, So it's sad. Uh, She didn't exactly say she was fully leaving, but I know she is. Um, When I spoke to her today, she had just said, like, I'll be in touch kind of thing. So um, I'm preparing myself. Um, And we'll be fine. You know, Grayson has come a long way um, with starting with somebody new. So I'm pretty confident that we we won't have an issue. So that's what's going on, newest thing with therapy. But other than that, Grayson has been doing fantastic with therapy. We added in new trials. Um, It's funny, last week at the end of session, I had said to the therapist, just for the hell of it, I want to test him real fast. So I had pulled out flashcards that I made about a year ago when he first started school on on, uh, home school. Sorry about that. When he first started online school, I made his spelling list flashcards um, from his kindergarten program that he needed to know. Now, Grayson is nonverbal, so spelling is a little difficult to figure out kind of what to gauge what he knows. So I wrote all the words down. Well, out of like 150 words, he got every single one right the first time I ever showed it to him. I pretty much laid them down, said, give me this, and named the word, and he gave it to me. Next step is I will write down the same word about three times. Um, two will be spelled wrong, one will be spelled correctly, and he will have to tell me that is how I will gauge also his spelling. However, we know he can spell because he types in everything on the iPad. So if he wants to search for something, he'll type something in in Spanish. One of the songs that he likes is uh, Casa Grandes, and he'll type in Casa Grandes. The only thing Grayson has some trouble with is spaces in between words, which is not really a big deal. The kid is five, and he knows how to spell everything. So um, the first word he wrote was Walt Disney World. And it was all one word, had no spaces, and I was just completely, completely amazed when I saw him type that in. So that was his first word to type in, um, which is crazy. Mostly, most kids is like pig, cat, dog. (laughs) Um, 
So it's unbelievable. So what I did after we tested him on his homeschool, homeschool words, he knew all of those, and these were only the second time, and he hasn't seen them in a year. He knew every single one with flying colors, and he was very quick with it, too. Um, even the therapist had turned around and said he could be in the Guinness Book of World Records on how fast he knows these words for a five-year-old. Um, so it's, it's incredible. But then I decided to write down second-grade words. We tested him on second-grade words. He got every one correct. I then wrote down third-grade spelling words. He got every one correct. Then I thought, eh, for the heck of it, let's skip fourth and fifth. Let's go right to six. And that's what I did, and he got every single one right. Um, so when I had explained to our BCBA that we tested him, I was curious. She said, I am not shocked. He probably knows eighth grade words because he is hyperlexic. Does he understand every word? No, probably not. Not that we know of. Um, but I know he understands most of them. Um, so yeah, the, the kid, I mean, he was self-taught, like we've talked about in previous episodes. He self-taught himself how to read at the age of two. We never had to show him a thing. He just knew the words. It was like he was born, he got past one, and he just knew how to read and knew every word and knew how to spell them. Um, so it's it's crazy when you think about it like that. Um, and I remember being pregnant with him and thinking, saying to Sean, you know, I think the one thing that is a struggle when kids go to school is teaching him how to read. Like, don't you think that would be hard, teaching a kid how to read? And here he taught himself. So it's so crazy how that worked out. Um but yeah, he's doing great with therapy. Um, the dogs, he's doing so good with the dogs. You guys should see him. He is so attached to them now. Um, our last baby, he wasn't into. He just wasn't into dogs in general, not just her, just dogs. Um, and now he hugs them every morning. He lays with them. He cuddles with them. He kisses them nonstop. He's saying the word dog now. Uh, we did get a new word over the past couple weeks, and he, it's, it's the cutest thing. He's like, dog, and he kisses them. Dog, and he kisses them again. It's so, so adorable. Um, so that's pretty much it for that. And the next thing I want to talk about, and I wasn't even sure if I was going to talk about this, but hey, we said that we were going to talk about everything from the beginning. We were going to keep it raw, and we weren't going to sugarcoat anything, so I'm going to talk about what's on my mind. Um... I have noticed lately with a couple of my friends um, that friends that we have gone to parties for their children for for years um, were invited to every party. I have now noticed that we are no longer invited. Um, Grayson is no longer invited. And I have heard about this from other parents, honestly, but we never actually went through it ourselves. So I thought maybe it's just certain families. I don't know what it is. Um... But, yeah, we were not invited. And these, these friends were, one of them, um, I'm the godmother to, the, to their children. So it's, it's pretty strange. I don't know what it is. Um, I've heard other parents say this, like, yeah, we got invited for parties for a while. And then once they really saw my son was autistic or my daughter, they stopped inviting us. They didn't want anything to do with us. Um, I still talk to one of the people. Two people actually did this recently. Actually, three. Um, two of them I still talk to. One of them I do not. Um, and not because of the party thing, just because we kind of drifted apart since, I guess. Um, but it's, it's strange. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I mean, they know how smart Grayson is. So when Grayson first got diagnosed back at two, um, a lot of people were like, well, how's he going to do that? Is he going to go to a special school? And some of them were people that I'm talking about right now. Um, and it's so crazy to me because some of their kids are actually older than Grayson. 
and they don't know how to read. And here you have Grayson, who is super, super intelligent, five years old, knows sixth grade reading words, and literally, I'm not saying blows these kids out of the park because you never compare, but what I'm saying it is not like, you know, they can turn around and say, well, you know, he's just, uh, you know, annoying, dumb, whatever, so we don't want to invite him. He's a genius. Huh. Who wouldn't want him at his party? I mean, I would. So it's difficult. Um, it breaks my heart for him, honestly, and it just... Part of me is just wants to be like, what is your problem? But you know what? It's not my issue. Um, and things like that, I have really learned. And over the, the, since Grayson was really born, I have learned to not get upset over those things. Um, I don't let things like that affect me. Even though I'm talking about it right now, I will vent about it. But they won't take up a minute of my time because that is that person's problem. And I have recognized these things a lot in my life for a long time now. I have grown so much emotionally as a person um, that I realized that's their issue. That's their problem. That has nothing to do with us. If somebody cannot invite a five-year-old kid, that speaks volumes about that person's character, not ours. Um, And I'll continue to invite them because I will be the bigger person and I'm not that type of person. And I try not to judge, you know. Maybe it's something completely different. I just think it's so strange how three people did it in the past four months. And they never did it before. Um, Something I'm seeing things changing. Um, We've talked about, you know, Grayson got his vaccines up until he was three, three and a half, and then we stopped. Um, The first one I stopped with, what was that I refused, was the Hep A. He needed one more vaccine, and I had explained to the doctor, I want to hold off. I'm not declining it, but I want to wait at least a year because he's coming back with very high levels of arsenic and mercury that I don't know where he's getting it from, and I kind of want to make sure before I put anything else into him. And that's when they said, you can no longer be a patient here, and we lost our pediatrician um, because I said I wanted to wait a year, Um, and that was a hepatitis shot. Uh, So, yeah, it's difficult, but... And I remember one of the people that I'm talking about as far as the party, they had actually said to me, um, well, I wouldn't let my kids around somebody who wasn't vaccinated. And this was a while ago, and we saw them numerous times after. So I thought maybe they're talking about other people. But maybe that rule finally kicked in for them, Um, which is crazy because the people that I'm talking about, their kids are sick every other day. Um, Literally, uh, they feed them Tylenol like it's a candy. Um, So it's it's I can't wrap my head around it sometimes. Um, but got to leave it go. Got to move on. Not worth my time. I have more things to worry about, like Grayson. Um, so I don't let it consume me. I literally talk about it now. I have not talked about it. I have not even talked about this with Sean. Um, you guys are the first people I'm really venting to about this. And I probably won't bring it up again. And I won't talk about it again. And that's just how I am now. Um, I used to really sit there and sulk in these thoughts and really just go to town on them all night long. But then I realized I, I can't change these people and I'm not, it's not my problem. It's not my job to fix them or to teach them etiquette or what they should do. That is their issue. So I need to move on and fill my mind with things that are actually important. Um, so that was just something I really wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have experienced that yourselves. Has anybody shunned your children away or you because of diagnosis? I would love to hear from you guys. If you can, uh, reach out to me on Instagram under Building the Puzzle. Um, Send us a message. You can find our email on buildingthepuzzle.com. And I would really love to hear your stories because I want to know if this is a thing. Um, So, yeah, reach out to me. Um, 
you know, anything that you guys want to talk about, want me to talk about on the show, or, you know, if you just want to connect. Um, moms are always looking for new friends, so, to, you know, that would be nice. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much what this episode was about. That's all I really wanted to talk about. I wanted to make it short and sweet. Um, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day, as always. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, your support on this podcast means the world to us as even watching our journey um, and being here and listening to, you know, how Grayson is doing. I would love to hear more about your journeys, um, you know, and if you reach out to us, let us know in the email if we can talk about it on air if you want to private, and that's totally fine. I will respect that. But I definitely want to hear more from you guys. Um, so again, buildingthepuzzle.com, you can find our email on there. There's a contact section about everywhere you can find us. So reach out. Um, and I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. Thanks again. For autism, building Building the the puzzle puzzle, one piece piece at at a time. time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The Speech Paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company.com dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys